And when I looked closer, there was a, a Sasquatch face on the other side, and uh, it was looking right back in at us. Staring back at me is a silhouette of a very, very giant monkey. An intriguing discovery is being investigated in a community east of Seattle. Someone came across a lengthy trail of extremely large footprints. They are up there. Welcome, everyone. You've tuned into the Nicola Valley Bigfoot Podcast, a place where your encounters are told. To share your encounter and to be on the show, email me at nicolavalleybigfoot at gmail.com. Now, sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, my name is Ed Thomas. I am from Sail First Nations on Vancouver Island. Back in 2017, my wife and I went on a little fishing excursion. We launched our boat in Brentwood Bay and we drove up Finlayson Arm, which takes us about 20, 25 minutes to get to the fishing area at the mouth of Gold Street. Yeah, we fished for a good two, three hours, and by the time it started getting dark, we decided that we were going to take a slow cruise along the shoreline and see if we couldn't find a couple of deer or a deer along the way. It had gotten pretty dark, and we, we grabbed our flashlights, and we were flashing along the shoreline up in the mountains and, and looking for deer. and. Uh, is this took us about it took took us half an hour to get to the fishing hole on our way back just putting along slowly it took us a good hour and a half before we even reached where we had our encounter so as we're cruising along the shoreline it's right at the base of malahat mountain it's very rocky along the shoreline and uh there's some rock jutted outcrops that come out and as we're coming around one and turn back in towards shore we could hear some splashing and then followed by crashing up the bushes like very loud crashing and being a hunter and being out in the wilderness I, I deducted that that was no bear no deer it was something very big that went up that hill and uh, we didn't see anything at that point we kept cruising along we got around another outcropping and turned in we hear some more splashing in the water got the flashlights on the shoreline at that point we seen i seen this big black round dome looking thing in the water and when i got our lights on it it stopped we could tell it was moving just for that split second as soon as we got the light on it and once we got the light on it it stopped moving now we're riding in some little bit of tide so i'm working on keeping the boat in position and as we're doing that this we watch this thing for a good 15 maybe 20 minutes uh, and then we heard some splashing off to the left and we whipped the flashlights over there quickly didn't see anything back onto this 
And what I what I figure now is the head and neck of of this Sasquatch. And once we got the lights back on it again, you could tell once again it stopped moving again and it just kept very still. It never once turned to look at us. We never had any eye shine or anything, but this this uh figure in the water was quite large. And uh about five minutes later we hear splashing off to the right. So we whipped the lights over to the right, looking along the shoreline, couldn't see anything over there, and, and we got back to the looking at the um figure in the water again and kept the lights on it. And during, by now, it had probably been about 35, 40 minutes the whole time we've been watching this thing. And I swear to God, it was like it slipped in a hole or something. And it sounded just like a human taking in water, like gurgling water. Like, <laughs> and at, then it got, we, we figure it got mad and it starts slamming its arms on the water like really loud and big splashes and it walked onto the shore and it landed on the shore it laid on the rock on the shore and we could hear it breathing like catching its breath because like i said this was like a good 45 minutes by now we had been watching this thing and it was it was out of breath and we could hear it and it was like, holy Christ, and we knew exactly what we were looking at then. And it laid on the, on the shore for a good five minutes, and then it just got up, walked to this wall in front of it, and it had to be at least 40-foot cliff in front of it, and it scaled that thing in no time, and it was gone. And, uh, yeah, so that's, that, that was our encounter, and during that whole time, not a whole bunch was said between us. We knew what we were looking at. We were just in shock and awe of, you know, what was happening right in front of us. And so I figure we encountered four that night. The one earlier, which went crashing up the bushes, we could hear it thump, thump. You know, we could hear steps going up the mountain there. And then when we got around the corner and seen the one in the water, and then the splashing on either side of it. So I figured there's a family, maybe a family of four. And it was during the fall, late October of 2017. And during that time is the fish run in Goldstream. So we we figured they were standing in the water fishing, just waiting for a fish to come up on them. And they grabbed the fish. That was our guess anyways. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's our encounter. So, did this did this Sasquatch become? It became aware of your presence. Do you think it was it was standing there to try to uh, you know just kind of play uh, play possum, so to speak, to to avoid your attention? Absolutely, hoping that we would eventually leave, or you know, just yeah, it it totally played possum. Like I said, we never seen the eye shine. It never looked at us once. But once it stepped out of the water and we seen a large figure and, and seeing it laying on the beach was holy crazy, man. It was huge. So, Ed, if you had to speculate, 
trying to guess like why did it start choking on the water like or, or was it taking a drink of something or did it swallow something did you know or did you see anything? no we're this is in salt water mind you so so uh like i said it stopped moving and i think it it might have slipped or because the tide was moving as well so it might have got carried a little bit and lost its footing oh okay yeah that would make sense and yeah i think maybe and you know i'm just guessing but you know maybe it got a little bit peeved that it it gave its position away or you know it made its (laughs) exactly yeah yeah, because at that point is when it it's started slamming the water with its big fists and big hands and arms and and it it walked out of the water and just laid on the beach right there so ed can can you give me a description of what what this guy looked like i mean was it was it how tall was it or like what color was its hair that sort of thing can can you no like i said this was at night so we all we could see and we were probably a good at least 30 yards away and and this is at night with a couple of little mag lights we didn't have any big beams or anything it was just a couple of mag lights on it right so basically what we seen was black um just black figure i guess i don't know like a black humanoid figure like a shadow almost yeah when when we first seen it in the water i mean it, you could uh we finally noticed, realized that it was actually a head and neck and, and where it met the water, it started tapering away on its shoulders a little bit. But when it walked out of the water is when we really seen that, seen the full figure of it in the full. Yeah, it was, it, it had, my wife's right here too. She's trying to say a couple of words. What <laughs> It was just dark and hairy. Just, you could just tell it was the Sasquatch. Yeah, just, just the just, feeling in the air was just—it was different from a deer or a bear or anything. You could just feel the 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 intensity of a Sasquatch. Yeah. And, and this is my wife, Dana Thomas. Hi, hi, Dana. Hi. <laughs> I just relive it every time we tell the story. And I and I tell it a lot because we, you know, it's it, every time I talk, it just you could we could picture, we could see it all over again. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you about that actually. Like, who did you tell? Did you tell anyone right away, or did you guys kind of want to keep this to yourself at first? Or no, how, how did we that told go? we we told family and close friends and stuff, but you know. It, Ultimately, it just until recently, I, I decided to post it on. It was at RMSO and uh, and another site, and that's when uh, Thomas got a hold of me as well. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So it's only been recently that we blasted it out for the world to know what we've seen. So, being a First Nations man, Ed, you know, like myself. Hmm. What were the stories that you heard about Sasquatch growing up? Because I mean, there it's in all of our cultures, even mine. Given that I'm from Saskatchewan, but you know, there are there are the legends of of the the hairy men living in the forest. So what what did you hear, or what did you know about Sasquatch before this occurrence? Well, happened? I had a previous encounter, and this was with my mom when we were. I was only about seven years old at the time, 
And we lived in Milbay. And ironically, this is only a few kilometers away from where we had our encounter in 2017. So further um, north along the shoreline is uh, Malahat Reserve. And uh, I grew up there. And my mom used to row row a boat and we'd we'd row into the little town of mill bay and go get lunch and stuff and fishing and clam digging and that on the way and uh one day we she started rowing and we were we we're about uh 20 minutes into our trip and she pulls the oars into the boat and she put her hands down and she pointed so that it wouldn't see what she was doing and she told me to look by that giant maple tree over there. And I looked and I I was looking real hard. I couldn't see anything. And I was staring away at this maple tree. And then all of a sudden, the figure, which was right in front of me, I couldn't couldn't see it. It was just a big black figure again, black and hairy. But this was during the day. And, and I could see it. It was looking at us, and by the time I realized it was looking, it had disappeared behind the maple tree. So I caught, I caught like two seconds of it, seeing its face and everything, and it, it just backed in behind the maple tree, and it was gone. Wow! So this was this was when I was seven years old. Did that that did that memory stick with you for quite some time? Oh yeah, like I said, it, it's the same same as you know, my wife and I's encounter, I, I can picture it vividly like a photograph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they you know, definitely, that stuff just doesn't leave you, man. <laughs> yeah, they definitely have a life-changing ability. <laughs> no doubt, yeah, for sure. And and that's right on the shore, and it was less than a kilometer away from where we lived, where our house is. And, uh, you know, even growing up in that area, they never ever came and bothered our housing area or anything, but they were there, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever hear any stories uh, from the old ones? You know about the the Sasquatch people. Did you ever hear any of those growing up as a kid, or did 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 that uh, was that something that was just kind of accepted as as you grew up? Just accepted and known that you know there's there. There's the large hairy people, and we also have the little people here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there are little people that are uh, they're here as well in the Nicola Valley. Uh, it's not really, mm-hmm. it's not really a subject that that's you know too uh, too much talked about. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's kind of hard to to get into that one, but um, no, no yeah, know. yeah. That's that's uh, some people believe it's too much for folklore or what have you but you know i've i've had personal encounters with them oh with the little people as well so well and this was this was before all population growth and all this stuff around here right yeah yeah Yeah. did you ever think you would you would see like it's very rare to have one sighting with with one of the sasquatch people but you know you had two like did you ever think that that was going to be the case no not at all not ever You know, my wife and I again have done a lot of hunting. We've been up in up in the woods, up in the mountains. We've seen footprints all over the island. Have you ever followed them? No, no, <laughs> no. We, 
that's one of our things, you know. They don't bother us, we don't bother them, right? Yeah, I, that's a general consensus among, you know, the, the native tribes that are in, in the Indian bands that I've spoken to over the, you know, U.S. and Canada. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of them are, take that, that thought process, you know, that belief system. You know, they're, they're to be respected, you know, leave them, leave them be and they'll leave us be. So that, that's, exactly. quite a, yeah, that's quite a common thing. Mm-hmm. so has this has this changed you in any way i mean it, it, it i know how my own encounter changed me you know it, it's changed me for 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 the better i'd say yeah has these encounters changed you at all i mean has it made you op- more open-minded or anything like that um I, not necessarily because it, like i said it's it's always been known that they're out there right but uh to actually physically see them yeah i guess it has changed it just just the thought process of they're actually actually there you know it's like i don't know it just made us a really stronger belief in it i guess yeah what would you say to people that don't believe you i teach their own yeah I, i i you know i everybody has their own beliefs but what we've seen with our very own eyes can't, you know, can't be denied. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I as we mentioned before, we started recording for the for the listeners. I was telling Ed, I just held a Sasquatch conference, and, and that was like one of the main questions that I received from from you know news media and people that were kind of skeptical. It's like, you know, how, how can you be sure what you saw that day was actually what it was? And it's just like, well, you know, you have to tell me what it was then. Like, if you, you're not going to believe me. Then you explain yeah. to me what that was. Like, you know, so yeah. it's kind of a, a, a lose lose battle when you're trying to you're trying to convince a skeptic. And there's no real point to that. You know. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I don't argue. I've got friends that don't believe, and you know, that's that's just the way it is. They don't believe. That's fine. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. There's there's also that stigma too that kind of goes along with 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 people who say they've seen the Sasquatch, and you know, I don't find it so much in the First Nations communities because. You know, it's generally accepted that you know these beings are living in our in the woods, and they'd prefer to be left alone. So we leave them alone. But yeah. um, you know, for the outside world, I guess I could say is that it's a very um, taboo subject. You know, it's not very it's not accepted as a mainstream you know belief system. So you know, yeah. I, there, there's no real reason to try to convince anyone otherwise if they're just not not willing to believe it. So um, exactly, yeah. So I gotta. I have to ask this, Ed. Did you did you go back? Have you ever tried to go back to that same area and see if there's any any other evidence there? No, we never have. It's just something we live with and keep in our memory. That's you know a part of part of our life. And I'm actually happy to have actually seen, you know, to actually seen one, especially with my wife. To have somebody witness it with me, you know, together is just it was amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's what it boils down to is just an amazing encounter and i i love reliving it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well i'm glad you're telling you here but yeah so you you consider yourself to be quite fortunate that you've had this this happen to you oh absolutely and you know i'm not we're we're not looking for any fame or whatever what have you out of it and that's why we've kept it quiet and kept it within our own circle right mm-hmm. until Oh, recently, and it's becoming quite popular. All the stories that are coming out, so I figured it's time to, for us to share our yeah. Believer side is growing. Yeah, 
there yeah. is a lot of believers out there yeah definitely you know I, i'm in 100 percent agreement with you uh, there's kind of being a shift in the whole you know the the the, the way that people are, are seen who have you know have had encounters with, with these beings you know and, and that's you know actually one of my goals of this podcast was i'm trying to you know bridge that gap between you know it's okay to talk about it if you've had an encounter then by all means you know, share it you know I, yeah I, I i was getting like one or two emails a week from pe- random people from all mm-hmm. over all over turtle island here that were t- telling me their encounters and they didn't want to come on the podcast and they won't no. they just want they just want to tell somebody that's not going to that's not going to judge them. And I'm sure the other Sasquatch podcasts that are out there have had similar things happen to them as well. You know, it's yeah. just that, that, that tide is shifting. Just like your, your wife said that it's, it's changing. People are becoming more and more open-minded towards it. And, you know, it kind of leads me to my next question. And mm-hmm. like, do you think that, you know, the Sasquatch people w- will be acknowledged for their own, as a living breathing society in our lifetime um maybe i don't know that's that is a tough question that's that's quite a speculation there but uh you know it's like i don't know it's a growing community and and for that matter i think i think it might become norm maybe not in our lifetime but i i think it will happen yeah, me too. I, I think one day it, it, the, the evidence is just too mounting. You know, eyewitness accounts, you know, it, it just it, it's overwhelmingly positive that, you know, this is going to be a this is going to be a thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I do believe that they will be acknowledged sooner rather than later. And, you know, good yeah. on them. You know, I, I hope that we do things that we start protecting their homes. <laughs> you know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Humans, like, are, humans are a little destructive, so. Yeah, like all the other animals are getting invaded. They're they're in just the same bracket as the bears and deer and everything that are losing their losing their territories. Yeah. Speaking of territory, um, are there lots of legends in your area regarding the Sasquatch? Oh yes, I've I've heard some stories from from a couple of the old timers there, and uh, one one in particular really stuck with me. My uncles told me is that uh, he was walking along the beach and uh, and this great big bird, like huge, like 12, 13 feet, flew over him, landed in the landed in the marsh, and started walking. I was like, holy! And he was quite young at the time, so this was way before any population around here so quite some time ago and that that story really stuck with me yeah you know i hear a lot of, of the local legends around even my own area here in the nicola valley and it, it's still so fascinating to me that you know the, these you know these beautiful creatures these beautiful beings are, are not that far away from us and yeah you know, but being first nation you know that I've had the benefit of being taught this from an early age and, and you know, so it wasn't really surprising on a, on a level like that, but you mm-hmm. know, it's still amazing to me that, you know, we, we just, we're so close to, to these, to these beings that we, we yet we're so far away. <laughs> yeah. And one, one, one story I heard too as well is that uh, once the Western civilization started taking over, 
they did not want any part of it. And that's why they retreated. The story is we, we all got along side by side. And once, uh, once all these technology and Europeans came with all their stuff, they didn't want any part of it. And they retreated and said, no, we're not going to be a part of that. And that's that's one of the stories that I heard. Yeah, I think, and this is my own opinion, and you can you know do what you want with it, but you know I believe that they have a greater understanding of who humans are, and I yeah. think even better than humans do. Yeah, and I think they saw the writing on the wall of what was coming and decided they didn't want to have any real action to do with any of us because you know we were, like I mentioned earlier, we're we're quite destructive. We we just we that's how we are. And there's yeah. a lot we can learn from the Sasquatch. So, you know, I, yeah. I don't blame them. Yeah, yeah, I believe that too, yeah. Yeah. Well, Ed, let me ask you this one last question here before I let you go. But, like, and it's up for conjecture. You can answer it however you want. But, like, where do you think that the Sasquatch comes from? Where do I think they come from? I think just like us as as natives have been here since forever and uh i don't know i have i couldn't even speculate on that honestly never never really gave it much thought i guess but it's a good question yeah it is a good question (laughs) as a stomper (laughs) (laughs) may i speak to dana for a minute absolutely for sure she's right here listening i got you on speakerphone hi how are you hi dana so I'm I'm talking to Ed here about you know your encounter that you had on the boat and you know I've mentioned he's been telling me about your experience with them, you know what were you thinking though this whole time? Oh my God, I can't believe this! Oh my God, it's really happening! Oh my God, look, he's right there in the water! <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> it's it's been you know we've heard growing up like my older brother had an experience when we were young too so um cousins have seen them heard them on the water while fishing at night at my reserve where i'm from and couch and so we grew up hearing all this and believing so for us to see it it was just a cool gift for us to have experienced that it sounds pretty bad but you know i've repeated my encounter story so many times that it just kind of, it's kind of losing its luster to me you know what i mean yeah, and I, I kind of envy that you guys are still in that that phase where it's it's still a, an amazing experience, and I hope that you guys keep that. You know, I really do. It's just something that's a, it's definitely life changing, and it's it's very uh, awakening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's the best way to describe it for me, anyway. Yeah, it's a true gift. It's just uplifting, hey. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's something that we'll uh, I'll cherish forever. Yeah. Well, Ed. Dana, I want to say thank you guys for coming on my show today and, and um, you know, sharing your encounter with me. I sincerely appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for the invite and and, uh, and inviting us onto your show. Absolutely. Uh, for the listeners, if you guys just want to hang around, we're going to close out the show. Stay there. And we're back, everyone. 
we are back to pull the pin on this one, but of course we can't do that until we give Ed and his lovely wife, Dana, a, a big, huge thank you for coming on the show and, and sharing with us that experience that they had together. Um, you know, you know, it kind of got me thinking after we finished recording, you know, part of their camouflage technique is to kind of, uh, stand still. I, I hear that quite a bit. You know, they, they try to blend in with their environment. They try to, uh, try to become perfectly still. So they become unnoticeable and, and from both, um, Ed's encounters, uh, from when he was a young boy to when he was an adult, it, it seemed like he was trying to do, he was trying to stand still in, in both cases. So, you know, maybe we walk past these beings without knowing it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something, you know, we, we could be within an arm's length away and not even know it. I really believe that they have that, that gift to, you know, blend in, to absorb their environment and become one with their, with their background. You know, it, it's a, it's something to think about, but anyway, Ed, uh, Dana, thank you guys so much for coming on the show and being uh, and being the first guest back since the conference. So uh, thank you. Okay, wow. Well, remember me? Did you miss me? <laughs> I missed you guys. You know what? I, I'm sitting here editing, and I'm at my desk. I've kind of rearranged everything since the last time I did an episode, and uh, it's a little different in here now. It's a little bit more um, streamlined, I suppose. But uh, I was like, wow, I got to get my podcast going again. The conference was such a, an, overwhelming, an overwhelming success. Um, I, I really wasn't expecting it. I mean, I repeated myself many, many times over the, over the course of May 13th that uh, I wasn't expecting um, the response that the conference received. Um, I was baffled by it, actually. I, I thought, you know what, I'll put 200 tickets out there, and if we sell them, good. But I... I thought maybe a hundred, maybe 150 at the most, but, um, you know, we, we, we sold way past that. <laughs> I, uh, I let some people in, <laughs> but, uh, I, I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you to everybody who, who attended and those who gave their support. And, uh, you know, I was gifted by a lot of people. Um, first off the presenters, um, um, Thank you guys so much. They gave me a beautiful uh, wooden plaque, which uh, if you go to Looking for Bigfoot on Facebook, you can see. And uh, I was given some um, beautiful art photos by uh, Alex Solyanak, one of the one of the guest speakers. Uh, I'm gonna get looking for a frame for those. They're kind of an awkward size, but I'll I'll find one. And uh, oh boy, what else was I given? I was given some fridge mat, like just a bunch of little things. I was given a book. Let me reach for it here. On the track of the Sasquatch by John Green. Now, its publication date was 1968. And to the gentleman who gave it to me, I'm so sorry. I'm terrible with names, but I, I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much. I have it on display in my in my office here. So uh, thank you. And uh, to all the vendors, everybody that came and, 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 you know, sold their goods, it was, from what I understand, it was a success on that end too. A lot of people made some good money that day, and that, that's awesome. That's great. Um, what else? What else was going on? Yeah. Sorry, I'm a little rusty. Uh, it's been a couple of months since I've done one of these, and I was kind of looking at my my laptop and my my podcast studio, and my mic, and I'm like, oh boy, well, hello again, old friend. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think we're just gonna make this one short and sweet, everybody. Um, tune in next week, though. We do have another great guest for you guys to hear. Um, but before we go, of course, if you have had an encounter and you'd like to be on the show, you can email me at nicolavalleybigfoot at gmail.com. I absolutely would love to hear from you. And uh, 
if, if you were a part of the, the conference, if you were a guest or a vendor or whatever, write to me. Let me know how it was for you. Uh, the more uh, information I get, the better uh, to improve on the next one, which, yes, there will be a next one. I already have the, uh, the ball rolling on it. And uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm sure it'll be a lot bigger and better than than this one. But uh, not to not to downplay this past conference, I really, really, really am super happy with it. But uh, yeah, if you want to uh, be on the show, email me at nicolavalleybigfoot at gmail dot com. That's N I C O L A nicolavalleybigfoot at gmail dot com. I would love to hear from you. But uh, until then, we're gonna close out with some Sammy Hagar. And uh, so until next week, guys, I'll talk to you later. Bye.